Welcome, fiends, to Handle a Whiskey, presented by the Slashing Cast Podcast Network. Our show discussing horror movies and the phobias they emphasize. With me tonight, as always, are my co-hosts, Holly Hooch and John. And guys, here we are again, Aquaphobia Deep Dive. Uh, it's going to be a two-month affair. And, you know, we kick things off with some creature features, and that is going to continue into tonight's recording. Yeah, I'm super excited about tonight's movie. I've never seen it before, so I I made some bets mm-hmm. last week <laughs> that I definitely lost, and I'm glad. So I'm really excited to talk about those. I thought your prediction was mostly correct, wasn't it? Was it? Because I thought there would be, like, teenagers. Oh, right, right. Well, I mean, I also said maybe scientists. Mm-hmm. I there were scientists. Oh, they were all scientists. They were, although there was a lot more eye candy than I thought there would be, so that was pretty <laughs> great. And there was a little bit more a nuance in the whole, like, oh, mm-hmm. turns out it's mm-hmm. man. You know, the, 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 real, the, the monster real monster. Is man. <laughs> man. So that was a lot of fun. That is true. So just a couple of general podcast reminders. We've been doing watch parties via Stream Lounge. It is happening on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, so tomorrow we'll be watching Deathgasm on Shudder. Uh, that will be at 9.15 p.m. Pacific time, which uh, definitely like one of the one of the better like zombie movies that we've had in uh, some time. And it's just it's just a riot in a half in that case and then on monday uh we're gonna continue with theme here we'll be on tubi though uh watching the return of the living dead and zombievers uh, that will be starting at 6 p.m pacific time uh, but you know as i mentioned every week stream lounge is free to sign up with using uh whatever streaming service uh you know you're currently streaming with you know it ties into tubi hbo max shutter uh youtube and Netflix, and a couple of others as well. But it's been a great platform for us to use to, uh, you know, just host watch parties and do commentary while we do that, because you can't really do that elsewhere. Sounds good. But anyways, so last week, we encountered a cosmic entity 11,000 meters underneath the sea in underwater. And uh, tonight... We're going to the lagoon. So, Holly, uh, this was your first pick of three for the supersized uh, phobia. And, uh, you know, it's been I'm not going to say it's been a long time since we've done a hammer film. But, uh, you know, we haven't really touched too much. We haven't really touched too much on like the 1950s. Right. So 1954. And I I was mentioning before how I've never seen this movie. And uh, we. We can't really talk about it without talking also about The Shape of Water, which I think is a nice little companion piece, mm-hmm. or vice versa. So, uh, uh, yeah, I watched it, and I was surprised at how uh, well it aged, almost, mm-hmm. except for the part where uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon got worked <laughs> hard. <laughs> and I did not expect that. I think I was drunkenly texting you both. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I seeing right now? That was a lot of roof and all. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they didn't poison the river. Like, oh, they just gave it a headache. Yeah, they just put everything to sleep in the river. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna wake up with a hangover, and then, uh, well, let's not let's not jump ahead. But that was one of my favorite parts as well. The little fishies are just like belly up, and they're like, oh, they're fine. They're just (laughs) if you want to have your way with them, go right ahead. (laughs) It's disturbing. (laughs) But should we what start from the top? Because, uh, I mean, there's a lot of, like, um, context? No, subtext. Mm-hmm. There's text. Well, I mean, it's important to note that just like in Underwater, uh, this movie involves a creature's home basically getting terrorized by humans. So there there are a few parallels. His, his environment was invaded. Yeah, he's just defending. And also he just likes... The girl, you know, he's not trying to hurt anybody. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's just defending himself. <laughs> For sure. Although I, I have to admit, I really loved how at the beginning of this movie, they use like that mitt, mm-hmm. that glove. They just got a lot of use out of that. So you don't get to see the, the, the monster, quote unquote, the monster for what, like a good 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And all you see is just like his, his big old paw, like hurting people <laughs> and, uh, and really getting really close to her foot, but not quite grabbing it. Some Jaws-like shots in there. 
under the water with swimming legs. And that was actually pretty cool. I really liked that. At some point, you know, they're in the Amazon, but the, the lady scientist decides it's, it's nice to go out for a swim anyway. And her white bathing suit, by the way, did nobody else, I'm sure you guys didn't even think about this, but you can't wear a white bathing suit into the river. Okay, you're gonna have a monkey gray swimming suit after you wear your white suit into the river. That was really upsetting to me. Just because I, there's just no way it's gonna but, get ruined. But anyways, it was kind of a cool shot where she's like swimming and then he's like in parallel, like swimming with her. That was, that was a neat shot. And then I thought a lot about that stunt man who must have been holding his breath for such a long time. Yeah, yeah. I heard that they ran a hose to him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I read a thing that he could breathe through, that it wasn't a mask or scuba gear, it was literally just a hose with air, and he would just, like, it would just, he could, like, suck air breaths off of it and then hold his breath. Neat. The, the more you know. Like, <laughs> That's yeah, right. Because, yeah. and he, but was holding his breath. I, apparently he was one of those underwater divers that could hold his breath for several minutes. I would hope so, because can yeah. you imagine, like, oh, yeah, we lost, like, three dudes, but we finished the movie, you know? <laughs> and I have to say, uh, I have, uh, I really like the, oh, is everybody here, like, a Venture Brothers fan? Only, I haven't it's, watched it's been a while. <laughs> It's been a while. But, you know, like, the whole, like, adventure boy and... Or I can't remember if that was the term, but... You know, the whole just, like, small swim trunks and, like, just a knife tucked into mm -hmm. your belt. Mm -hmm. And then you've just got, like, you know, the, the small tank and breathing apparatus. And you're just, like, swimming through the Amazon with your knife. That was, that, that was kind of cool, though. Like, that's, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's something that's, like, quintessential sort of uh, uh, man-takes-on-nature kind of look mm -hmm. from the 50s. And so that was... Uh, highly appreciate it. And then you got like the two hunky dudes who were, you know, half naked most of the time. And I thought, hey, 1954, not bad. And you even get at the beginning of the movie, a very kind of Spielberg beginning where it's archaeologists on a dig oh. who find evidence of a creature. And then, you know, we sort of go into it from there. It's almost like the beginning of Jurassic Park a little bit. Oh, you yeah. know? Uh, it's kind of oh. sad when you think about it, too, because it's like his paw. I mean, look, yeah, it's just like... Yeah, his sticking out of it. Yeah, the, where it's like, wow, was that like his, you know, uh, his family his member? Or his... I don't know. It's just kind of sad when you think about it. Like, is there just... is? Are you the last one? Are you the last creature from the last lagoon? Yeah, I, get, I know that sort of raises the issue of are there other creatures? Is there other families? He's, no. he's, no. he's the last well, of Well, obviously, if he's looking... He's the last of a dying breed for sure. That's why he's looking I really, for <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I really enjoyed his cave. His cave was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, when he took the girl and he, like, swims down, you know, just deeper and deeper, I thought, like, oh, he's going to get to a point where she's, he's going to be like, how did she die? What, what just happened? <laughs> but luckily, that he has a, he's got an underwater cave that, you know, has air, I guess. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. And comes out on the beach, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. They went under the water to his cave. And the, maybe and it was then, like a... <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, there we go. It's got tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite part was, like, for no reason, there's that doctor that gets attacked. And they bandage him up, you know, like a mummy. And he's, like, he's like laying down, getting rest. And <laughs> he, gets, he keeps getting attacked by the creature. Where, like, they leave the port. Yeah, window yeah, open he <laughs> just like reaches in it's like touching him a little bit like what, what was the point of that i don't understand but it yeah, was I mean, a lot of fun it was, it was, it was, it was gonna break in no matter uh no matter what was about or gonna try to stop him so you know yeah. they didn't really secure yeah. it very well though they didn't secure him to put him in the bamboo cage and they weren't even looking out for him when mm -hmm. they knew he was out there yeah, it was definitely an interesting week though because on thursday uh, it was Monday, I think, that we I watched uh, Humanoids from the Deep, and then last night I mm -hmm. watched Creature from the Black Lagoon, and then after that I watched Swamp Thing. So I hit like all the creature features back to back to back, all the sexual, which are you know sure. all within the same wheelhouse to uh, varying degrees of smut. <laughs> uh, and uh, Swamp Thing. Oh, I was just gonna say Swamp Thing is a great bad movie. It's an awesome movie. I love, I, that's, for me, I, so, I, I, when I was growing up, 
HBO and Showtime were very new, and they would, in the early days of HBO and Showtime, they would show the same movies over and over and over. They had a really that. small selection, and Swamp Thing was one of those movies they would play repeatedly, and so I would just watch, I would just turn on the TV, and it would be on at some point in the broadcast, and I would just ride. watch Swamp Thing <laughs> from whatever random point. I'm not sure I've seen Swamp Thing. And I know I've seen really Toxic bad. Crusader a whole lot. Is it just Adrian Barbeau and uh, <laughs> directed by Wes awesome. Craven? We love her. Yeah, which is kind of mind blowing that it's a Wes Craven movie because it's so cheese. It's like a literal like rubber monster mask mm -hmm. movie, but it's really good though. And you can see the zipper on Swamp Thing on the back too. Oh, <laughs> very low budget. It's a uh, you, oh, you can stream it on. So, Tuesday. Uh, for Swamp oh, Thing. Otherwise, otherwise you'd have to spend like six bucks on Prime Video. No fucking way, man. That's a lot of money. Yeah, not worth it. That is not worth it. I'll just... Uh, <laughs> like, could I just wait for it to come back on HBO? But I love that actor. It has... I can't remember his name. I don't know if you know... That French... I think he's French actor who plays the bad guy in Swamp Thing. He's great. He's in a lot of movies and TV shows in the 80s. Hmm. But um, he was... He's really cool. But are you... Are you well, are you talking name? about, like, the main army guy? The, no, the um, the Arcane. His, his name is Arcane. He's sort of the like I think he has a French accent. He's kind of the main bad guy. I'm, I'm looking it up, thing. but I was happy. Like I didn't Not watch it in forever, so I completely forgot that David Hess was in the movie who plays the a very stereotypical bad guy in uh in that one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, is that the guy in the other bad guy in Swamp Thing? Is that the guy from Last yes. House on the Left? Yeah, okay, right, yeah. Which is great, because he's really, like, hamming it up in that movie. He's, like, completely over Let's see, Arcane was played by yeah. Ben Bates. Ben Bates, never huh. heard of Yeah, I didn't know what his name was. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, nice. So, you know, when we were talking about this last time, you said uh, you sent us this really great video that sort of dissects mm -hmm. a little bit the, uh, uh, the, the okay. different sort of, I guess, symbolism behind the you know, the creature features and how horror movies have always sort of represented as, you know, societal anxiety, who I remember the term. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, this movie definitely, like, kind of, you know, kicks that off a little bit for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. The other, where the, the creature is sort of si similar to King Kong in that he just, you know, is, he, all he wants is the pretty lady, but you know, society or whatever you want to call it is like, no. <laughs> well, there's a couple more no's for sure, but <laughs> it's not just society. Well, consent. Yeah. But, <laughs> but in this video, it was really interesting. Who was it again? That, that, um, the lady who was in those videos. Oh, Lindsay Ellis. Yeah, that was, I thought oh, that was really interesting. So she talked a little bit about the, like the different sort of approaches to this. So, how we've talked a little bit how like the shape of water like a really good companion piece to the creature from the black lagoon if only because uh there's you know it's not too hard to be able to relate to the creature in any of these movies right mm -hmm. so we talked a little bit about otherism just uh, uh marginalized you know characters and how that's really not something that's the, the there's definitely a demographic Demographic. That sounds awful. There's definitely like a lot of people that would identify with that kind of a situation. So, but that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Then she goes on to talk about like sort of sexualizing um, the this character that you're already relating to, and and of course that's when we start talking about the shape of water, and of course finally seeing a creature having a sexual relationship with <laughs> the human. Yeah, the sh shape of water is like a reboot of this movie, sort of. <laughs> or like a modernization, modern retelling, definitely. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, like, also, this lady also touched on how there's also that, you know, the, the such prevalent anxiety of, uh, you know, the, the honor and purity of white women being challenged by by these creatures that you don't understand and, you know, that you feel are ugly. So, of course, there's that whole lot of racism also involved. But I thought that the creature from the Black Lagoon, like, they really... I was expecting that to be a lot heavier handed mm. and the movie actually um, had a lot more sort of understanding for the creature. I mean, you had like 
the two main male characters, right, whose names I've already forgotten. There was a Mark. There was a Mark and a David. Mark and David? David being the good one, Mark being the bad one? <laughs> right? Okay. So, you know, you've got Mark who wants to, like, kill the creature and take it back. And they're like, hey, man, we're just here to collect some fossils. You know, we should really not go in there into the Amazon and try to fight a, a big old creature. And then, of course, Mark is like, no, man. That's why we've got the spear gun. And there was, did you guys like catch on, you know, did, did you guys pick up on that whole, uh, I don't know, there was like sexual tension, not sexual tension, but romantic tension between the female lead and Mark, who doesn't have the girl. And not that you, I sort of got, I don't Mark know was, was 100% you know, being a cock block in the movie. <laughs> yeah. But then on top of that, there's this one scene where she's kind of making out with like David or like they're being really cute with each other. And then Mark's like, come on, man, you can play house later. But then he comes out with this gigantic like mm -hmm. spear gun while these two are being kind of cozy. And like he's explaining to the dude as he's looking at the couples like he's like, yeah, or, he said something really weird and masculine and like phallic about the gun. He's like, you just point at what you want and shoot. And he's like, what would you? And then he was like, and then the guy was like, what will you target? And he says something like. Does it matter? And it just shoots it off into a tree. I thought I thought that was very uh, penis. That, that was a lot of penis threats. Yeah. Penis threats. I don't know what else to call them other than that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I he know. just he, he had to blow the load somehow. You know, it wasn't happening otherwise. <laughs> just just the nature how it goes. Uh, which is interesting because this movie literally starts at the Big Bang, so you know it all kind of like ties together. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It has intro, mm -hmm. right? I forgot about that. Um, I know. It's sort of weird because it implies that the creature is like millions of years old and then, but it's still alive, but it couldn't have, it, that's the thing. It has to have a family to keep reproducing or else it's like it, the creature <laughs> itself is like a million years old. Although it'd be hilarious, like in, you know, the creature part two, where it turns out that he had a, a wife and kids and he was just kind of like stepping out. And <laughs> but it like, turns out he wasn't extinct. <laughs> It did seem to imply, though, that it was the last of so. its kind. Oh, another story I read, mm. by the way, is that the director or the writer, I think it was the writer of the movie, but it might have been the director, was friends with, uh, what's his name, Orson Welles. What? And nice. that the story of the genesis of the movie is that he was telling Orson Welles a story about how there's a creature in the Amazon that's like a man, half man, half fish, and that once a year it comes out and claims a bride, and uh, and that like basically Orson Welles and the Ooh. other people that were hanging out were like, oh, that you're you're just like full of it, like whatever, ha ha ha, and he that he got really mad and was like, it's real, like there's pictures, like I have a picture I can show you, <laughs> and claimed that. He really, like, actually had seen pictures and that this creature was a real thing. And then so that was sort of the genesis of the movie. That's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of but that's very, that is, like, also uh, The Shape of Water. Because isn't that, in The Shape of Water, he's yeah. like a, the, the creature like, is like a god from the Amazon right. who comes out and they, and I think. But this one actually has powers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, superhuman strength and but, uh, super healing. And it, and it glows, right? Definitely the costume is great, too. That's like, it's one of the best, I think. You mean Universal in The Shape of Water? Oh, no, the, no, the Creature from the Black Lagoon. It was a little robbery, but you're right that mm. overall it was pretty good. I mean, the look of it. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I was thinking like, oh, like he, uh, he, he's, he can't really do much with that fin. <laughs> yeah, but then I was thinking like if it was real, he wouldn't be able to do that much either because it's so wide, like a, like a, like a baseball mm. mitt. Mm -hmm. Like a bunch of bananas. And like his flipper feet that are like actual swimming flippers. Kind of, <laughs> like he's like walks like a person in flippers. So yeah, I mean, like I was, uh, I was impressed that the movie was not. I thought it was gonna be way, have have way more old fashioned mm -hmm. ideas in it. I thought it was um, more. Uh, I don't want to say the word progressive because this doesn't really apply. But you know what I mean, right? I thought it was gonna be a lot meaner. How about that? Mm -hmm. I thought it was gonna be straight up like in Kong. So, <laughs> so, and I, like, I, 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 well, you know, it was obvious that he was going to, you know, kidnap the girl because that's in all the pictures. Um, 
But you know, like David was trying really hard not to hurt him that much. Although he did pull like a, like a Rasputin where like he gets shot and he gets stabbed and he gets roofied. And then like you, at the very end, like, no, let him go. Yeah, he's, he's been through <laughs> and enough. And he still has the energy. He's been through enough. But then he still has the energy to like block the boat with, well, I mean the, the, the shooting and the, and the stabbing happens later. But yeah. even after they do shoot him a couple times with a spear gun, he's got the energy to like block the boat with like tree branches which, after they clear them, they didn't look that serious. <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to judge. <laughs> Getting stuck on the river. I, I, yeah, I kept forgetting that they were supposed to be in the Amazon, because it definitely felt it's like... It's because they were shot in the panhandle. The whole time. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, even in Florida, you're going to ruin a white bathing suit if you take it into the river. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says. Everglades. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but also, it just seems like... I, am I just too afraid of the Amazon? Do people just freely swim in the Amazon? I thought the Amazon was full of scary fish. Yeah. And like anacondas. Piranha. And anacondas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean they, Am Amazon's one of those places where everything is potentially can kill you yeah. in the water or out of the water. She's like, mm, I'm going to go for a swim. <laughs> I know, just go for a leisurely swim. But I did enjoy the underwater shots. I thought they were uh, really clear. I thought that was going to be a little, you know, harder to see. But like, I don't know. I guess I had a really low opinion of this movie going. <laughs> in. <laughs> it was really turned around. I had a lot of fun. I thought the characters were pretty great. Mm -hmm. I'm still freaking out about the Saka Rufinol. <laughs> that what did they call him? It's like a ro Rotatin or something. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it was it was uh, like yeah, rotenone, which is uh, I think it's like very efficient uh, in dealing with fish, is what I had in my notes. Yeah, and I mean, well, at first they just like sprinkle it by hand, and then you see all these little fish like you know going belly up, and then they're like, oh, we should weigh it down because he's gonna be at the bottom, and mm. they're like, great idea, and then I don't know how they make pucks out of it, which sunk a little deeper, and that that definitely fucked him up. So that was pretty great too. I mean, I just, I, I hadn't, I, I'm, I still blew my mind. <laughs> it is pretty much like King Kong, though, basically. You know, it's oh. like, it definitely kind of fits their, their, their model where, you know, like Phantom of the Opera right. and uh, Frankenstein and, uh, and even the werewolf kind of, not the mummy, well, even the mummy, because the mummy also is in love with the woman in the main character. So it's all kind of like, you know, the mo the monster wants the, it's sort of like the outsider who's like, I just want like a girlfriend. But she's got to be the head cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you try even with like the nerdy one? I'm just saying, I'm not offering, but, <laughs> but you know, you're right. I mean, all of these monsters are supposed to be like very uh, empathetic. So they're not like I can't think of one that was just straightforward. This guy's just super evil, and mm. right there, that was the, like the whole point of all of them. Yeah, definitely. Even uh, yeah, the werewolf and everything, which is actually super depressing. Not on a is side it? note, but I was rewatching some of the old werewolf movies, and like the main character, I forget his name, uh, but Lon Chaney Jr. His whole character thing is that he wants to commit suicide. He wants to kill himself, and that—that's literally like his entire motivation throughout the movie. It's like, oh my god, this is, I forgot—I <laughs> haven't watched this in so long, and I forgot that that's literally that's pretty fucking dark. Like the, his entire, and he talks about it. Sorry, <laughs> well, that's fine, but you're saying like, like on a tangent, but yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, this movie is very straightforward in terms is, of yeah. just kind of being like. There's this thing, and we're gonna look for it, and we found it, and then it tries to kill us, and uh, you know, it's sort of like there's almost no like I guess it, I mean not you know to keep comparing it to King Kong, but it's kind of the same thing where it's just like there's a character that thinks or you know knows that there's this creature, and we're gonna go find it, and we do find it, and then all hell breaks loose, and. And I mean, like, it's also pretty obvious the whole, like, uh, the mankind's approach to, to you know, weird, interesting nature stuff. You've got the one side that wants to sort of preserve it and, and try to, you know, understand it. And then you've got the, the, the conqueror side that wants to just tear it down and put it up on the, on the mantle in which, uh, like, 
Which heavy-handed, but kind of interesting, yeah. <laughs> which interestingly, the Pir- the seventies Piranha movie didn't really go that route, which I kind of would think that they would. You're right. They like just uh, dumped a bunch of shit into the river. <laughs> they were not <laughs> And they didn't even. Even the scientist characters in that movie weren't objecting to that. No. They were like, yeah, it's a good idea. Did they even try roofing the piranhas? No, they didn't. But it definitely feels like that's kind of the other thing with this movie is kind of the nature, you know, like mankind is coming in and kind of ruining nature kind of feel where, you know, oh, even to like underwater as you were comparing it uh, where, you know, we intrude into a new area and then disturb some creature's home <laughs> Speaking of which, and live to regret it. My favorite part was uh, where the, the ladies on the boat, I forgot her name. She had a pretty cool name, though, wasn't she? Like, I want to, not Frankie, like it was Fran or something. I can't, I can't remember. remember. But, uh, you know, they're looking for the creature and she's on the boat and she's smoking. And then she just like flicks her fucking cigarette into the water. And then as it's going down, like sinking into the water, there's the creature. And I remember thinking, like, would you would that not piss him off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, bitch, I live here. This is my house. So... Well, that's almost like a sort of environmental. I know, but like, like, like did they even mean it that way? I don't think so. I thought she was, well, she's a good guy, you know. Yeah. So, but I just mm-hmm. thought it was hilarious. She's like, this good girl. She's just like flicks that butt right yeah. into the water. Because in a modern movie, that would be like, the she movie, deserves yeah. Yeah, she what she gets because she's polluting the river. So <laughs> it's like. No, horror movie rules are kind of rough. Like you do one little tiny bad thing and it's like, nope, that's it. You deserve to get skinned alive. <laughs> yeah, they do that with like 80s horror movies. You have, it's like the people who get killed that. There has to be like a thing they do wrong so that you can be okay with them. But it's, it could be as small as like, oh, they cut off this person on the road. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To die. Which they don't do in this movie. They, the characters don't really do anything wrong initially. Um, they just come no. in to explore to check the look yeah. for the creature, but. Right, they go there specifically to look for it, right? Because they find the. Uh, well, no, they, uh, they go in there to find uh, rocks. Because they were they they took out the the mitt out of the rock and then they wanted more I guess oh they were looking for more evidence they were looking yeah. for more evidence but I was like that's pretty good shit right because at some point they've they've been looking for for more artifacts and mm-hmm. um or I guess it's not called artifacts whatever more evidence of creature and they're like well now we failed and now we gotta tell them that we failed I'm like but did you because that was yeah that's a pretty that was pretty big discovery. that was a pretty huge discovery yeah. and yeah. on top of that they only gave you like four extra dudes like it's not like they really made it rain. Mm. And then, like, oh, and, you know, it's in the Black Lagoon. And then the guy's like, oh, yes, erosion <laughs> that way. And they were right because at some point they were like, oh, yeah, the rocks. And then, of course, they had that that little uh, uh, that little uh, uh, snippet of uh, one of the workers being like, well, what are you going to do with these rocks? And they have a little chuckle like, oh, uneducated man. <laughs> we're going to study them and they're going to tell us about time and composition and I remember thinking, like, actually, I'm really glad he asked, because I didn't know either. <laughs> but they were and I also felt like a lot, like, not a lot of the movie, but, like, a good portion of it was just everyone shit-talking, like, the quality of the vessel that they were using to, like, get down yeah. <laughs> the Amazon. Yeah, and, and uh, shit-talking mm-hmm. the captain, too. The captain was, like, so, like... The comedy relief, right? But he was totally acceptable. Uh, he was a, he was good at his job. He gave him a sack full of roofies. Like, what more did they want? Mm-hmm. I know he just happened to have that on hand. To they didn't even bring that with them. They did not. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also King Kong, by the way, because they have they when they drug King Kong, they just happened to have that on the ship. They don't Ooh. bring it to, to actually. King Kong was like in the thirties, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's 20 years later they remade it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they're all, I mean, it's pretty, that one's pretty iconic, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, it definitely, I, like, I don't know if they, I would say they remade it, but they definitely, it, it's definitely influenced by it in that general way where it's, you know, the monster who wants the woman and then there's the guys trying to rescue her and he's not really evil per se just he's wrong. doing his just doing his thing it's nature <laughs> it's just doing his thing nature clashing with civilization kind of thing 
I did. Um, I, I read a couple of articles about the shape of water, which was I was so interested in, like adding it to the conversation today. But apparently, uh, Del Toro was uh, he made he wanted to make sure the monster was really sexy, and like he wanted to make sure that he had a really nice butt. And apparently, like he would carry a picture of a monster's butt and then show it to his friends and family. Like, was that was that a good butt? Do we like this butt? Is this the butt? And uh, yeah. And then I went out there trying to look for a picture of the creature's butt. <laughs> I couldn't find it, so I have to rewatch The Shape of Water. From this movie? No, from Shape of Water. Oh, from Shape of Water, yeah. I mean, I saw this dude's butt the entire time. It was fine. It was okay. He had a little tail, didn't he? Did he have a tail? I don't think like so. Like a little nub. A little nub. Maybe. I honestly don't know. I wasn't paying attention to his butt. You're going to break the tie, okay. But his hands were definitely kind of floppy. There were a few moments where he was like, Grabbing things or scraping, and you can see the thing, the rubber thing. <laughs> like, kind of being pushed, yeah, pushing, put, getting pushed back on. <laughs> but, you know, from a distance, it looked pretty good, you know. But they did, the cool thing they did uh, that's the better than or... other monster movies is um, like his breathing, he would kind of open his mouth and his gills would yeah, sort of open and move and stuff. Cool. Which, you know, a lot of those monsters back then didn't really mm-hmm. have, you know, moving parts on their makeup. And I really dug that, you know, we said how they didn't reveal his full face until like 20, 30 minutes into the movie. And um, I thought it was pretty neat because it was underwater. Mm-hmm. And then they give you like full frontal face, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, uh, I thought it was pretty great. And you get to see him in his element in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they also had two different actors play in the Gilman as well. So you had one mm-hmm. who was... The one who was doing like all the diving scenes, who would hold his breath underwater for like four minutes, uh, doing his shoots. Then you had another actor who was playing the creature whenever they were on land. And you know, I thought like this was an interesting movie to like kind of like do research on because there's a lot of information out there about it. Uh, and like one of the main uh, design elements for the actual creature was based off of the Academy Award of all things. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> and right. I saw that and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and they started adding gills to it and yeah <laughs> yeah I heard that there was an initial design that got completely scrapped really? that there was a completely different version also mm-hmm. of the creature but that I don't think that they said there are pictures of it I think but just that they had initially made something and then just said mm-hmm. nope and scrapped it and started and I'm still wondering, like, I, I really couldn't find any reason why the creature from the Black Lagoon is so iconic and all sorts of, like, sort of, uh, you know, tiki mm-hmm. fandom. I guess it's just, you know, a creature from the water, but that's a man that you can sort of have sex with. <laughs> is that yeah, it? The movie is, is that what's going on? Well, also the movie, freaks? it doesn't actually have any, like, Pacific Islander, no, like, connection. at all. Which, it's just really, like, the water... It's, beach it, it's it's a it's a man fish that you can have sex with. That's what it is, right? I mean, we I mean, we just didn't it. know it at the time, you know. And then I I thought I was like, oh, it's just you know like mermaids, but also mermaids are what like they're they're, they're fish you can have sex with. I mean, <laughs> I've I've seen it happen in movies, you know. That was that was one of the common questions about mermaids. So yes, you can fuck you know the creature and also mermaids. The more you know. Well, and of course, the question is: Would you would would you have sex with a mermaid if it's the bottom part's a fish and the top part is a human, or the top part is a fish and the bottom part is? It's like the Futurama question when he's running away from Atlantis. It's like, why couldn't she be the other kind of mermaid? Because <laughs> he found out that she was going to lay eggs, and he had to fertilize them. <laughs> I guess the creature from the Black Lagoon would be top part fish and bottom part human. Oh, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Otherwise, it's not very threatening. (laughs) Oh, yeah, but it was was a really new movie. I enjoyed it. It, 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 You know, I didn't think it dragged at all. I thought it was pretty... No, uh, it's... had a really good momentum. It's like an hour and 20 minute movie yeah. or something like that. It doesn't exhaust you too much. It's over when it needs to be over. Yeah. And it's definitely, it doesn't do any sort of, any sort of like slow beginning or intro. They just kind of start right up and just, you know, it's sort you just start right into the story. But you know what? It doesn't make sense that 
why did he kill like the 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 helpers at the beginning of the movie? He comes onto land, he goes into the tent, he kills a bunch of dudes, and then he leaves. Yeah. But then again, he's like paying a lot of attention when they're removing that mitt that kind of looks like one of his people. Is that maybe the reason that he's upset that they removed that mitt? That looks Does like he see movie? that? Do they show him seeing Well, it? when they take it out of the wall, I think they show him kind of like... He's around. He's like his... You know, that's when they're doing a lot of the mm -hmm. paw thing. I think it's just also them being there. Just being in that area. He's protecting his environment or something. Yeah, so it's either territorial yeah. or he saw that as them, like, digging up a gravesite, basically. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this area is sacred. How dare you? Okay, and, in the previous podcast, I think I said this didn't have sequels, but it does actually have sequels. Like two of them, right? But they're so I, they're so not up Popular to the level of, oh, of really? the other ones really that bad. I think they're like not considered. Plus, the the sequel is called like the Revenge of the Creature or Return of the Creature or something like that. But it does they don't use Creature of the from the Black Lagoon mm. in the title. It's just Creature. So from the title, you can't even tell necessarily that it's a sequel. Do they get any further with the ladies or no? I think it's a kind of a rehash. The second movie, basically. Same, sh same shit? Is the same kind of story again. Oh, no. You know what the second one is? Is that uh, it's they capture it and they bring it oh. to America and then it breaks out. And like King Kong. Luck, like King Kong. Like King Kong. <laughs> yeah, because they, they, I'm pretty sure they bring him to like an aquarium. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. They they basically bring him from the Amazon like to the States and put him in a put him on display. Basically, yeah, King Kong again. My god, they didn't yeah, even that try. was also Clint Eastwood's well, first movie too. <gasps> oh wow. The second the second creature one? Oh wow. But check I, that shit out now. I forget. I don't know. I have I I've seen it but ages ago on TV. I, I have not. It would have been weird if I saw the sequel, but not the original. <laughs> I've seen it in 3D. By the way, this is a 3D You were movie. saying that when you were a kid, you would watch that in 3D, huh? It's one of the early 3D movies. And you can't even barely tell because it, I think it's such an early 3D movie that they hadn't developed those cheesy shots where things come straight at the camera. You know, they weren't really doing that. Uh, and so it's not really obvious that it's a 3D movie. But I actually, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed. They um, back in the day, they put it on TV, and uh, you could get the the red and blue glasses and watch it in 3D. That's pretty, which kind of worked okay, but also not really. <laughs> and you just watch this on your TV at home, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah, it was iffy. It sort of worked, but didn't really. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Know? How old were you when you watched this movie for the first time? Uh, I was a kid when I first saw it. But like, honestly, honestly, I think I saw like the Monster Squad before I saw any of like the actual like Universal <laughs> monster movies. So like that was that was my yeah. introduction to the creature. Now, granted, it's a likeness of the creature because of you know mm -hmm. rights issues and, and whatnot. But you know, the Gilman definitely has been a pretty big. Uh, figure in pop culture. Like, I even remember uh, he appeared on The Monsters during its first season on one of the episodes as well. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the Monster Squad, definitely. The cre he looks pretty much exactly mm -hmm. like the, the movie version in that, too. It, it's really good. I think that's Rick Baker did the, maybe, I think, did the makeup for that. In that. Oh, and which reminds me too, I, I was looking at some stuff. They were going to do a remake of The Creature from the Black Lagoon uh, really? in the 80s, I think, and then it never happened. Well, there's a lot of like similar yeah. creature movies. It, something else, I don't know if it was Jaws, Jaws came out in the late 70s, but I don't know if it was Jaws or something else, but some other water movie that was popular came out and they pretty much scrapped the remake because of it. Well, those talks yeah. also resurfaced uh, for the Dark Universe whenever they made that last Mummy movie, and then it completely bombed, and then everyone was like, all right, that's that, basically. 
Yeah, the Universal Dark Universe, which they've been they've been trying to they've made I think four attempts at launching that. The one they of course never want to talk about is the first one is the werewolf movie with Benicio del Toro, mm-hmm. uh, where they that's like the initial Dark Universe launch mm-hmm. which failed, and then they tried it with Dracula, the one with the guy from uh, the Hobbit movie. Was that the Dracula uh, which failed one? Okay. Uh huh. Dracula Untold was the next attempt, and then of course the Tom Cruise mummy movie was the other attempt. I think there might be one other. That's but, nuts. I didn't realize these were all sort of connected. I just thought they were separate flops. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's just they, one big flop. They've been trying to create uh, a mon- an interconnected because technically, you know, we think of Marvel as the right. interconnected movie universe, but technically, Universal is the original because they're they did it with the character of Van Helsing and the actor, the same actor who plays Van Helsing plays that same kind of character in Dracula and right. in another movie. And then, of course, with the Abbott and Costello movies, they started crossing over. Actually, even before Abbott and Costello, maybe they started crossing over the characters where they would meet each other. Um, And so they had the first interconnected universe, technically. There you go. But, uh, yeah, have horribly failed at trying to create a modern one. But I guess we could also, you know, The Shape of Water is basically the new creature from the Black Lagoon. Finally, got some. <laughs> it, I like the movie. There's a lot of people that didn't enjoy it, but I enjoyed it. Mm. A buddy of ours really didn't like it because she didn't think um, it was hot wow. enough. Not not enough not enough monster <laughs> human sex. Yeah, not, not enough. enough. That was the problem. <laughs> it was so, <laughs> yeah, she didn't she didn't think the nudity was good enough either. I guess. <laughs> Oh, and and the other was Beauty and the Beast was the other big connection. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yes, you know. the sexualizing the 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 monster, but then of course in Beauty and the Beast he switches over back to human, sort of normalizing the story, but not with creature. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't become a prince or anything like that. Oh, he's a prince, all right. <laughs> so yeah, so that's Black, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I mean. I watch the sequels, if, especially if like Clint Eastwood is in them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, young yeah I don't think he was actually credited, but he is in the movie. Like a lot or like a little? Like, should I, I bother? I can't remember, to be honest, because it's been such a long time since I've actually saw any of these. Okay. I was this. looking for the uh, sequel after watching this just, again, recently, and I couldn't really find... Uh, it mm-hmm. streaming. I mean, like it's probably out there, but I did a really quick search and it wasn't sort of immediately hmm. there. But it's probably on like Amazon. Maybe something. Mr. Eastwood had it scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's weirdly not nearly available, as popular yeah. or available as the as the original. And then the third one is sort of even harder to find. Well, damn it. Which what is the? I don't even know what what's the third one even is called, but. No clue. But it's an original. It's a yeah. you know an originator for monster movies. Well, after you kept knocking it for being exactly like King Kong, <laughs> it's kind of hard to follow. But. Well, I, that whole pool of movies, the Universal, yeah. and I'm sure somebody like walked into the studio and was like, "All right, guys, think King Kong, but mm-hmm. small enough to actually have sex with." <laughs> <laughs> But it's you know, and it's 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 the mid fifties, and so that's sort of the tail end of the heyday of the Universal right, monster movies, yeah. Because those were mostly thirties and then forties. Mm-hmm. You're right. I kind of forgot so about that. It was kind of you know getting to the end of it. Like I said, I was very surprised that um, um I really liked the story. I thought like I, I they had some eye candy for the ladies too, so that was nice. That was a lot of attractive um, scientists. They don't. No, definitely not. That was also like the age of the uh, the bullet bras as well. That 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 was that was that was a topic of discussion uh, when we were watching it last night. <laughs> it was great. It was definitely more uh, sexy than any of the yeah. other. Yeah. Because really, if you think about it, all of the other Universal movies 
They don't talk about that at all. Yeah, but there's implied, not, yeah. But it's also not there's not skin in those movies, right? You know? And even in this one, like when when they're first introducing the characters, and there's David and shoot, I can't remember it's, her uh, name. It's Kay, and they're they're meeting up with Kay. That's right, and they're hanging out with uh, that professor that's leading the expedition or whatever, and they're like. Yes, uh, he's a, I don't know, he just made comments about David being so good looking, and it's like, and how, like, the <laughs> scientists don't usually look like that, and it's like, Jesus, man, calm down. <laughs> it was like, so, they were, like, battling for the alpha position in they the They were. Ship. So, like, who was the more manly man? I should have gone into the sciences, guys. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity, mm. man. Oh, well. Well, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. I finally watched The Creature from the Black Lagoon. That's a very long title. Yep, and then after that, you can watch Humanoids yeah. from the Deep on Shredder. Is that, is that what we're doing next? Is, it is that the one with the frogs trying to mate? I mean, I wouldn't say they're frogs, per se. They're kind of like creatures from the Black Lagoon. Mm. Or, you know, like the creatures you're from the You're thinking of frog comes to Frogstown. That's what I'm thinking Piper. about. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. Rod Piper. Which is also an entertaining <laughs> movie. But no, that's not what we're doing next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whose turn is it next week? Yeah, is it back to you? It's back to me. And, uh, you know, like, initially I was like, we're just going to knock out all the creature features. But I'm like, no, we got we to gotta mix things up a bit. Uh, so next week, we're going to be talking Aqua Slash, which came out in 2019, mm. directed... Uh, by Renaud Gauthier, uh, which is set in a water park with... Well, I don't want to, like, spoil the entire movie, but let's say people uh, fall into some traps with the slides. All right. All right. I We did watch Piranha 3DD. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fun. And then um, I, Joe and I actually did watch uh, Action Park... The movie. Oh, the, the documentary. documentary about, yeah. That's pretty, that pretty I good. Sworn, that's pretty good. I could have sworn, like, they had another, like, action park movie, like, within the last ten years, too. Yeah, I... That's what... I I was under the impression that the Aqua Slash movie... That there were two movies that came out, and Aqua Slash is one of them, that came out within, like, a couple of years of each other that have that similar idea. But I can't think of what the other movie actually is. And I've seen Aqua Slash. I'm going to rewatch it, but I saw it a couple of years ago when it came out. But this other movie I never saw, so I don't know. But it's possible that the other movie I'm thinking of is actually a short. It's possible that it might be like a 10 or okay. 20 minute long thing. Okay, hold on. I'm looking at IMDb really quick to see if I can find it. Looks like it's Action Point was the other one. Uh. Is that the one with... Um... Johnny Knoxville. Yes. Oh, that actually looks pretty cute. <laughs> and, and is it the similar idea with the water park and people? It's basically Action Park, and it's him as an old man retelling the story of how he used to run this uh, this park to his uh, to his granddaughter. But right. when he was running the park, it was his daughter that was helping him, and all these super dangerous rides. And of course, it's like you know. A Johnny Knoxville movie where it's just stunts. It's stunts, yeah. Okay, that's and yeah. that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Because that was, I remember hearing about it as what, because his movie is based on the documentary, right. on the actual place, yeah. And then I think, from what I understand, I don't know if it's true, but from what I understand, Aquasash is also based on this part, that the person who made that movie was aware of the action park place and sort of came up that was sort of the genesis for their movie, but that might be. I don't know, I'm pretty sure they just sat down and were like, you know what setting we haven't had for a horror movie? A water park. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the selling point, you know, that's all they need. With with traps, traps in water slides. I have to admit the uh, Piranha 3DDD, like, uh, there were some really, I, I liked, I mean, the David Hasselhoff part of it was really great, <laughs> especially where there's a kid asking for help and he keeps like looking at him, but then changing mm-hmm. his mind and he does it like three times before he's like, oh, fine. And then he saves the kid, but then the kid still dies anyway at the end, which was 
really funny. But the amount of, uh, yeah, the amount of gratuitous nudity actually got pretty, like, over, like, too over the top. And I thought Piranha 2D was gonna be, was bad enough, but no, it was, it was even worse. And it's also, <laughs> it's also very strange that there's literally two different listings for that movie, and one is Piranha 3DD, which makes sense. And then there's Piranha DD, which doesn't make sense. Because, but logically, they're like, well, it's not the 3D version, so we'll take the three out of the title, and it'll just be DD. It made no sense. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay. It's like, I think we can understand, I think we can give them a pass. We yeah. understand that it was a 3D movie and that's where the title comes from. We don't need I was a, still really confused. <laughs> yeah. We don't need a second version of the movie with a different title. But, you know. It was fun. But it was good, yeah. yeah. Although I gotta say, like, I think I liked the mm -hmm. 3D yeah. better. The middle one? I thought 3D was better than yes. Double D, but. And then and the original? Double D was good, yeah. Yeah, I'll go with the middle one as well. I liked yeah. Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, that I thought was the best of the series was the was the three D with Elise. But more importantly, more and importantly, you got your land piranha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. The the alluded to <laughs> land piranha. It was very upsetting movie. that it never came back. I watched the end of the movie. I was like, wait a minute. I know I that like, was. I feel like there's something missing. <laughs> yeah, that like. It's funny because like no, I, I actually streamed that creature. before Humanoids I, from the Deep. So like when I saw like that creature pop up for the first time, I'm like, oh god, here we go again. I'm gonna go on a rant. <laughs> I know that I was uh, like, I liked the first Piranha movie, but I was a, a little annoyed that because when that scene happened, I was like, oh, this is cool. They're actually going to introduce yeah. like these kind of weird mutant Mutations, yeah. animated piranhas that run around. That's cool. And then you never see them again. I was like, what? That's that's it? We don't even get to see that once again? And it I seemed was, like a pretty substantial thing that happened in like evolution mm, there. Or yeah. science science meddling with evolution. It was kind of a ripoff. But, you know, but, yeah. but I gave him a pass. You can tell they wanted that to be, yeah, you know they, they, wanted they wanted it to be a route. creature in the movie, but they just probably couldn't afford to have more shots of the, with the animation. Mm -hmm. True. <laughs> They're like, well, that goes our budget. <laughs> Which also really reminded me, just to go on another tangent, the movie The Gate. Uh, yeah! With those little guys. Those awesome little animated demons that run around. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Uh, in Agreed. The What's that, Joe? The Gate. That's, that's, the one, that's, that's the one that freaks me out the most. When you were a kid, it freaked you out the most? Yeah. Dude, the, the dead dog and everything. That's why it's creepy. The guy coming out of the walls and the new like The construction worker in the like, walls. It's why I don't dig holes anymore. That's why he says that's why he doesn't dig holes because of that movie. He won't come on camera. You don't want to come on Joe's camera? talking about the gate. All right. <laughs> yeah, we got to figure out. We should do the gate. We got to figure out. Uh, yeah, figure out a fear that... Ties into the gate. <laughs> Definitely a good movie. Maybe just a whole month of uh, movies that Joe's afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's personal fears. Joe's personal fears. Honestly, that is something we could probably do. do. Like, <laughs> we could do uh, each do like our we could have uh, fears, like, yeah. our own personal fears uh, for a month. That's like not a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> okay, but you yeah, guys go we'll, first. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll add it to the well, list. We already did one of mine, which we did one of mine, which is fear of clowns already. Oh, so, really? I mean, you know, <laughs> although not anymore. I was I, not I was, anymore. <laughs> I found I found clowns to be genuinely creepy when I was a kid. Real clowns, I was like not okay with. Mm, gotcha. Okay. That's but, not something to look into for when I we mean, run out of stuff. <laughs> John, you say that now, but you've never had a clown chasing you with machete like the last circus. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. I just the, the image of them enough is to creep me is enough to creep me like out. Like caked on makeup, and the you're like that's a grown man. <laughs> the, weird, the, the weird frowny, the weird things, frowny, you know. yeah. <laughs> the acting so oh, acting overly mm -hmm. happy. It's all wrong. Yep. It's all wrong. And you just know if they, if they weren't a clown, they'd be a murderer. I, 
I'd be less scared of the creature from the Black Lagoon as a kid than a clown. Yeah, he just wants to make out a little. Totally. <laughs> He's just looking for love. <laughs> Why can't the creature of the Black Lagoon love too? <laughs> Can't you see he's the last one of his kind? Totally. <laughs> he has what, a cross so <laughs> Speaking of crossing, uh, did you guys hear that an orca successfully mated with a dolphin? Really? Yeah. And they, did they have a Yeah, they spray? did. Really? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Crazy, right? Like, can't so we're going to have some killer dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Killer oh, dolphins. Works, right? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Well, there's a horror movie waiting to happen for sure. I mean, because aren't like dolphins already way too like horny? Well, there's the orca uh, horror movie. I've never seen that. I've had, I've never seen so many. Orca is basically just a ripoff of Jaws, but with killer whales. Mm-hmm. And that was before people. That was back in the day when people didn't know that killer whales don't harm people. <laughs> it's right in the name. It's killer. <laughs> They're really. In fact, I think there's been. Ev- like story similar to dolphins, there's been stories of killer whales actually helping people that were stuck in the water. That's nice. But you know, there's yeah. like helpful uh, sea monsters, <laughs> just like the creature from the Black Lagoon. He wasn't helpful though; like he wasn't no. rescuing anybody. No, he wasn't really <laughs> helping anybody. He was like a kangaroo just drowning. I mean, people. you say that, but a- he was probably trying to steal a cave and uh, safer from the alpha males, and you know, comparing their dick sizes. <laughs> yeah, totally. like you don't need to deal with the patriarchy. You can come live with me in my cave. Exactly. These guys will never respect. <laughs> Let me drag you to my cave. <laughs> I gotta say, as a totally random thing too, her body position when he's carrying her, the way that her arms are kind of out and she's like bent oh, backwards, yeah. like it was kind of crazy. Like she's like in this fully bent back posi- oh, I, position. Oh, I, I actually have a note about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? you're talking about the scene in in the cave. Okay. Yeah. So basically, yeah. what happened in that moment was uh, obviously like wearing this suit. the The eye slits for like the mask were like an inch, like below the eye, like actual eyesight. So when you were wearing oh, okay. the suit, you really didn't have that much vision. So when he was actually carrying uh, Julia's character. Like, he had accidentally bumped into a piece of, like, the rocks on the set, and it, like, clocked her out, basically. So that's why she's, like, limp as, like, she's getting carried. Oh, oh, yeah. shit. Well, there you go. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't read that. <laughs> it was actually kind of cool and made sense the way that he was really graceful in the water and then yeah, out of the water. Like he would just kind of stomp around. Well, also, he was drugged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be the Frankenstein walk because he was drugged. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, that's how they got him to be all creepy. He's mm. just really out of it. <laughs> Interesting. They had a roofie the whole Amazon. Well, I mean, I know just a section, but still. And he didn't. I'm pretty sure the creature from the Black Lagoon did not get a Abbott and Costello crossover, crossover right? I think it was just <laughs> Dracula and Frankenstein and the Mummy, maybe. He was pretty yeah, cute. Like, he kept hiding behind, like, sea plants while, like, she would, like, you know, do her little routine in the water. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's just being a creep. Her. He's stalking <laughs> her in the water. <laughs> just like people. <laughs> They're yeah. just like us. <laughs> yeah, except we don't have, like, that background music playing every time we're doing that. That gets repeated, like, 120 well, times don't. throughout the movie. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, oh, studio execs. That was a great decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want a spear gun now. I bet they're fun. Go spear fishing. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that was Rachel <laughs> from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. <laughs> kind of wish I prepared a little more. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like I read articles, okay? It's just fairly straightforward. It's a pretty straightforward movie. It's like there's not a whole lot going on in it, you know. I mean there is, like you said, the you know, the um Lindsay Ellis we were talking about made a video about uh Creature from the Black Lagoon along mm-hmm. with other movies and, and 
kind of analyzing that. I thought but, that bit was going to go longer in this video, mm-hmm. to tell you the truth. <laughs> and then it just kind of like, it sunk like a roofie in the Amazon. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> the point being, like, but the, the thing, like I'm saying, though, is that, like, in terms of the content of the movie, it's right, pretty it's really straightforward. Yeah. And, like, you can kind of analyze things and look into things in mm-hmm. that way, which is true. But, like, in terms of the content, it's a really straightforward story. It's, like... It's cool, though. But, know, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's good. But it's, like, it's sort of, you know... I feel like the same thing happened when we reviewed Haunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like, well, there it is, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, like... You know, when we talked about house, there's <laughs> crazy amounts of stuff oh, right. to talk about in a movie like House or like uh, the Jodorowsky right, yeah. movie just, or things like there's that. There's so many Easter eggs or so many little mm-hmm. tidbits to like sink your teeth mm-hmm. into. So. But uh, yeah, no, I, you know, in terms of the uh, sort of analyzing it, it's like, I don't know, we recommend watch that video if you want to. Yeah. see a little an- analysis about movies like this. It's Lindsay Ellis and she does, you know, video essays about movies and, yeah. and, and talks about My Monster Boyfriend is the name of it. And it's... But also it ties into a, a modern thing if we want to talk about it a little more. Not just analyzing sort of historical things about the what, that story that t- the movie tells, but also just in the modern age with fan fiction and shipping, uh, as they call it, which shipping? is shipping is like a, a, a is a thing I've, I learned about <laughs> where uh, it's like fan fiction, but it's where you, you create relationships. It's like pop culture relationships, but you do like fan fiction about it. Uh-huh. So it's like, you know, like writing fan fiction oh, about like okay. Bella and, What's his name from like Twilight would be like. Oh, a I see. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, and like that, but but people do it with, but people because it's the internet, people do it. <laughs> it people get weird, weird about it, <laughs> and so then it starts to get into you know creature from the Black Lagoon and and stuff like that, and uh, and you know uh, like fan fiction and and. You mean sex? Stuff, Let's just say sex, sex stuff yeah, about, sex stuff. about having about sex, sex with stuff. monsters and stuff. Yeah, like that. and how exactly it would work out. Because yep. I mean, you can't write about it if you can't get specific. Yeah, all, all, all the fanfic is about whether or not you like fish sticks. That's <laughs> 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 All right, well, I mean, we, yeah, we yeah. said it. All right. So good. All right, it. well, uh, with that being said, that will do it for us here tonight on Handle with Scare. This has been episode 64, talking about Creature from the Black Lagoon and all the odds and ends that go along with it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, throwing a roofie. And, yeah. will, and will he ever yeah. find love in the sequels? Will, will he ever get laid? Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't know. Or it just might get to the point where he'll turn into uh, one of the humanoids from the deep. Yeah. Exactly. The dark, dark path. Well, and, well, of course, we know he does find love in the shape of water. That's true. He finally gets it on. <laughs> and he only has to have Michael Shannon be mean to him a bit. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like a lot of people have to go through <laughs> that anyway. And Michael Shannon, you know, just to bring it around, you know, Bug, Michael Shannon, (laughs) six degrees of separation (laughs) for Michael Shannon and uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Perfect. Uh, So, yeah. So yeah, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll link the uh, YouTube video that you guys had mentioned. I'll also have a music video that ties into Creature from the Black Lagoon that uh, my friend Grindhouse had posted about during our watch party last night. Uh, it's like seven minutes. I haven't had a time to to fully watch it yet. But it, it does also start with the Big Bane, much like Creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, so I'll link both of those in the show notes so you guys can go check that out uh, if you want to. But in the meantime, we'll be back next week talking about Aqua Slash. Uh, but outside of that, of course, if you guys are looking to contact the show, you can follow us on Twitter at HandleWithScare. Uh, you can find all of our video content on YouTube at Handle with Scare Pod. 
And you can email the show at handtowithscarepod at gmail.com. Until next time, enjoy your weeks, and we'll see you guys back in a week. Y'all take care.